welcome to a new episode of Time to Shine. This is your host, Oscar Santolaya. Time to Shine presents you interviews with successful public speakers who share their experience and secrets with you in a weekly podcast. Hello, everybody. If you remember our very first guest, who was Oile Valkila, she mentioned that in her book, Lois Tapujana, Shine as a Speaker, she interviewed many Finnish speakers, including one magician. Today, he is our guest, who will tell us the magic of memory. Marty Vanas is a Finnish magician with more than 20 years of experience in corporate entertainment. He's also an MC, Master of Ceremonies. He does memory training and coaches public speakers. Today he is in Dubai, and I'm very glad that he had the time to talk with us. Hello, Marty. Welcome to the show. Hello, Oscar. Nice to hear your voice, and you speak very fluent Finnish as well, so congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Marty, could you tell us more about yourself and your projects? Yeah, now um, I kind of have three areas of interest. So um, I do magic for corporations. That's my main main area of focus. And then I do memory training and uh, coaching in public speaking. That's another area. And then as an education, I'm a medical doctor in Finland. So that's um, those are the kind of combinations then that I the areas that I work on at the moment. And now I'm here in Dubai doing some promoting and marketing. So. To, to feel how it is here on the other side of the world. Oh, excellent. And since when do you uh, speak in public? When did you get involved? I think it, as a teenager already, because mm. uh, I started to do magic as a little boy, and then I started to perform. And uh, in the <laughs> performance, it, like a magic performance is a kind of a public speaking occasion. So because you speak, you have a public there, it's public uh, and you have an audience. So it's like really much resembles like public speaking. So I'd say I'd started as a teenager as well. And some of the performances are more speaking, some of them are less speaking, but still it's mm-hmm. it's about you and the audience. So long, long time, I mean, <laughs> since young and at the same time you start doing magic, yes. Marty, could you tell us a stage fry moment? Well, a stage fright, yeah, that's a, that's a really important and interesting question because uh, that's the most talked about issue due, like, considering public speaking, and that's the one thing that public speakers, like, fear most, the stage fright mm-hmm. moment. Um, it's You should understand why you fear on stage, because it, it's a subliminal message that you're kind of being haunted by the audience, that it's mm-hmm. like... A, Um, that you against many, and then then you kind of switch on to the very um, very nature of you being like a, like a caveman, and then you have the predators who who try to try to get you. That's like what happens in your brain, and and, and you get adrenaline, and with adrenaline you either have to run or then you have you, you, or then you just freeze. <laughs> so that's like the physiological mechanisms that then kick off. Now, um, when you understand this and when you understand uh, that there's nothing to be afraid of, it's not that it's it's like nothing um, earth shattering that can happen. 
Um, it's not a life and death situation, really. So, so uh, then you kind of feel much more relaxed um, because you know that you're not going to die at that moment. Mm-hmm. And nothing like the next day is still going to be the next day. You know, the sun is going to shine, cars drive around, uh, people are going to live their lives. So, so, so what, so to speak. Okay. And when you have this so what moment, then you, uh, th- that's the moment where you kind of conquer stage fright. Now, when I started, obviously, I was. Uh, experience in stage fright in the in the earlier years and uh, you just have to uh, you have to like uh, understand that is part of the performance part of the preparation uh, but then if you are prepared if you know your stuff if you know what you're going to do you just concentrate on the very first minutes of your performance N- nothing else mm-hmm. just the very first bit like the start and when you start off ne- easily and nicely then the rest will follow so uh, stage fright is actually um, a phenomenon. Obviously, it exists, but it can be conquered uh, by experience, obviously, and by understanding the so what point that it, it's not that, you know, um, that big of a deal, so to speak. So we, we fear too much of it. I think that's what makes it even worse. Mm. Yes. And it's true. It's, it, it... It comes everything in the in the beginning of the of the speech of the performance, and usually it just disappears. Yeah, if you understand that w- what it is all about, and then usually if you do anything out of your comfort zone, it's normal mm-hmm. and it's natural sure. that you feel stage fright. It can be even like you have to present yourself during a meeting. So mm-hmm. it's not like a performance at mm-hmm. least. It's just saying standing up, saying your name, what you're there for, and that's all. But still, you can be afraid of this moment if it's out of your comfort zone, if the people uh, in the very room are, uh, are strange, and if you kind of feel uncertain in that moment. So that's, uh, that even can be a stage fright moment. Yeah. Um, but then if you feel comfortable in yourself, in your, in your presentation, in the substance you're going to talk about, um, even if it's thousand people, strangers, uh, it doesn't matter because you are confident in you and you build the connection and then you kind of conquer the stage. And that's a really good moment when you notice that, oh, I can really like live and breathe here on stage. It's nothing to be afraid of. Then you relax. And that's a big moment. That's like a, like, um, like a big aha moment for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Marty, today we talk about the magic of memory. Could you tell us what is memory training? Well, memory training is, um, I, I teach memory training, which means that I teach uh, people, usually their corporate clients, uh, that um, how to better their memory, their own memory, in areas of names, numbers, passwords, um, foreign languages, appointments, to-do lists, task lists, anything actually. So the applications are, are like endless. So that's the idea, to, like uh, to have some, some real-life tools how you immediately can notice that your memory has gotten better. That's, that's what memory training is all about. It's not theory, it's just practice. All of the techniques will work in real life and, you can, and they can be applied immediately. So that's, that's like the promise of memory training. And I, I can give the promise because I have experienced it myself. I've learned mm-hmm. the techniques, I noticed that they work <clears throat> and then... I want to teach them further because I know that they will work for other ones, for others as well. And how memory helps you to be a better magician? Well, if you remember better, you, you feel confident. And uh, confidence mm-hmm. obviously 
goes in any area of your life, in private and personal and business life as well. So uh, if you rely on your memory, that's a big advantage. Um, you speak uh, with much more confidence. You behave much more confident. Everything you do is much more confident. And it's nicer to watch also or to hear from the other party than that if you are confident. And if you rely on your memory, that is the tool to become confident. And because memory is like everything is, is connected to memory. Like what you have to say, you have to remember what you have to say. What you have to do is also connected to memory. And the, anything you have to like uh, do or say or behave, you have to use your memory to do it. So become a magician and to help to be a magician, obviously memory will help that you know what you do, you know what your next move is or, or your next phase of your routine is, what you have to say. So it helps in, in every part of the performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess because in, in magician you have to be very fast. There are steps that have to happen very quickly right after another. Yeah, and then you have to have the kind of experience from from performances, um, from previous performances. Mm, that yes. what what uh, what did I do in this kind of occasion? What did I do in this situation? And then adapt to that in now in this uh, new situation. So you have to have this kind of memory bank in your head of past experiences and use that bank then to react to new situations. Oh, yeah, excellent to to understand this. And how memory helps speakers in particular? Well, obviously, you have to remember what you speak. <laughs> so you, ha you have to remember the talk. And it's always better to talk without any notes and even without any PowerPoint, such PowerPoint that you look at mm, the PowerPoints. Sure, sure. So, uh, so there, memory comes in handy that you can give speeches without notes. So that's one really big key element. And when you, when you again, when you rely on your memory, you rely on the key points of your speech Uh, from your memory, and then the speech will be obviously much more professional than if you use notes. So um, the worst thing, obviously, being that you read all this, every word of the speech from a paper, mm -hmm. and then somewhere in the middle is this, that you have these little cue cards that you just look, and sure. even that is not very professional, because if you are a professional speaker, you should know your, your, your craft, and you should be able to talk without any kind of notes. And there, there comes these memory techniques that you should memorize the speeches that you're going to tell, that you're going to speak. And um, that's obviously one key element in being a speaker. Okay, for instance, just to be more specific, how, how long a speech can be that you can really memorize it? Let's say in time, in 10, 20 minutes or speech. Or... It, it, it can be several hours. Mm. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's just a matter of, uh, of techniques and a matter mm -hmm. of, of um, how much you practice. But the idea of memorizing a speech is not like um, if you do a presentation, because it's not theater, it's not supposed to be like word to word memorized. Yes. But it's supposed to be that you, you memorize the key words of every substance, mm -hmm. of every like point. And then you talk about around that subject and you should know your speak, you should know your talk. And that's obviously a given. So, so then you just memorize the key word that triggers your brain. Okay, now I should talk about apples. Okay, then you give your 10 minute mm -hmm. speech about apples. Then you should have another trigger, which is, for example, the beach. Then you talk 10 minutes about the beach. So that's like the idea of, of tagging the memory in the, in the public speaking skills. And, and you can attach these tag words, for example, on your own body. You can have 10 or 20 
places on your body that you kind of attach mm -hmm. the images. You attach the image of an apple to your toes. Yes, okay? yes. You put an apple in your toes. Okay. Then you put the sand of the beach on your ankles. Okay. Then you put a, a car, for example, on your knees and etc. So then you like, look what you have on your body. And those are the key words. And then you just go from one place to the other place and you look at the keyword, you speak about that topic and then you reach at the end of the, uh, of the speech, you reach the top of your head and there is, for mm -hmm. example, the watch, which tells you it's, it's time to stop. So, <laughs> so then, you, then you stop the speech and that's done. So that's like the basic idea of, mm -hmm. the, of the keyword technique. Yeah, sounds excellent. You don't even have to, to write um, the notes on your on your hand with a pen yeah <laughs> you yeah, have seen that, probably that <laughs> yes yes if you're really brave you can draw an apple on your toes really with a with a marker but that's not necessary yes. so the, the idea is just that we we have our own body we all know where our, how our body looks like so we, we attach this new information to the existing information mm -hmm. we make a link an association yes. and these links will then help you to trigger the information which is attached around the link word or the peg word Yeah, excellent. I'm definitely much more interested in memory training now after talking with you. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing how easy it is actually to improve your memory. But somehow uh -huh. it's not so common that we don't usually improve our memory. I don't know why, yes. but uh, this is just the case. And in every aspect of life, at every uh, stage of your life, you can improve your memory. There's no one person who could say that I'm done, my memory is like complete now. Like, this is not for me, no. Everyone has been interested and everyone wants to have a better memory. First of all, you just have to accept it, that it's a skill, it's not a talent, it's a skill. And because it's a skill, you have to learn the skill, like with any skill. It's the same like you say that, okay, I like to learn French, mm -hmm. okay? But then you say, okay, well, have you opened any French book or have you attended any French classes? Have you read anything about Fra uh, learning French? Then you, the, if the guy answers no, then how can you expect to learn French? Okay, doesn't come without learning. So that's the same analogy here in the memory techniques. People say I have a bad memory, but they never learn better memory. That's why they cannot assume they would have a better memory because it doesn't come overnight by sleeping. You have to learn it. Like it's, it's a skill like any skill, like a muscle, you know, you have to train the muscle. Mm. If you look at your, the mirror and you look at your muscles and you don't like the muscles you have, you want them to be bigger or slimmer, whatever. And you have to understand, you have to train the muscles. That's the same thing with memory, with the memory muscle. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a matter of training. Yeah. And, yes. And now going to, to link. And by the way, Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger, he really has big memory muscles. Yeah. <laughs> Has he done memory training? <laughs> uh, if he did memory training as much as muscle training, then I'm sure he'd had really good memory. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> Now linking the, the professional magician with uh, speakers, what speakers can learn from magicians? Well, um, confidence was one thing that we already talked about mm -hmm. then then you would have to connect with the audience that's really important you you would somehow have to find the connection and sell yourself as a persona to the audience that's that's essential without that it's not gonna be good um 
and the connection is obviously individual how you make the connection is it is it by by speaking by talking by showing some some magic um by other means of uh, you know uh, charisma that is kind of as an aura just get, like the audience senses the charisma of you but somehow you should find the connection and you should um be genuine you shouldn't uh, be artificial on stage like if you're a speaker also don't try to be something you're not okay rather be yourself even if you think it's boring it's better yeah. to be authentic and boring than artificial and try to act nice or or try to be funny okay because then it doesn't work and because we are animals we are animals we humans so we smell artificial things we smell that this is not genuine and there's something wrong and then then the connection is lost Mm. So, so that's key. So you should be genuine. You should be open. You should find the connection with the audience, and uh, that's what uh, magicians try to do also, and that's their objective on stage, and that's what speakers also should do. So then, when you find the connection, when you sell yourself as a persona, then the audience will listen. Whatever you have to say doesn't matter if you talk about cats or dogs, or you show magic tricks, or you do motivational speaking. Whatever it is, it then is. That's that's secondary. Primary is that you find the connection with the audience. Okay, great. The connection, Marty. Please share with us your favorite quotation. Yeah, uh, several. I think uh, there are several good ones. I'd say one. Mm -hmm. If I had to say one, I would say um, I don't actually even know whom it belongs to, but mm -hmm. it goes like this: uh, Look. Look what the majority is doing, and do the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. So um, it means that um, because this is the assumption that I believe in is that the majority is always wrong. Okay, it sounds weird. Uh, the majority is always wrong. Okay, because we are like lemmings. Okay, the animals, mm -hmm. lemmings, that we follow each other blindly. Okay, we don't know why, but we do it like because it's somehow inbuilt in our our system. We follow ourselves blindly. For example, let's take an example from the financial market. The stocks crash. Everyone sells stocks. Then everyone thinks that everyone should sell stocks. But you should do the opposite. You should keep the stocks because they will rise after some time. And then you're far better off if you do any, do nothing, okay? If you don't do anything. So uh, the majority is always wrong. It means that, uh, look, if you, know, if you don't know what you're going to do, if you don't know like what to do in life, in professional life, in, in like any kind of situation, the, the, key, the, the rule of thumb is look what all the others are doing and do the opposite. That usually gives you the answer, okay? And I like the, the quotation because it's kind of weird and it's kind of uh, not usual. But I've, I've tried to follow that in many cases, and I, I think it's a, it's a good rule. So to be individual, and that's yes. what entrepreneurs, many entrepreneurs mm -hmm. also have said in their interviews, that you just should be brave, bold, follow your own instincts, even mm -hmm. though other people are saying, oh, this will never work, etc. And uh, we have hit the history book is full of these examples. Thomas Edison, who invented the light bulb, how many how many uh, tries he, he tried before he succeeded? How many mm -hmm. people said that this will never work? And and we have countless other examples as well. But he did the exact opposite. So he believed in him, himself and his craft, and then he became successful in his thing. Yeah, it's very interesting quotation, and you have given great examples. So I it's, uh, absolutely agree that at least you have to try this in 
and think of the the opposite of yeah. the others. Yeah, no, uh, you, you must do it. Yes, yes. And obviously you have to have a, uh, some sense in this, not to do it mm. in everything. For example, that, okay, all the other people are wearing seatbelts on the car, so uh -huh. I won't wear a seatbelt. <laughs> that that <laughs> sure. doesn't apply there, okay? But you use your own intelligence and you know where to apply it. Mm. So, so that's usually the case. Yeah, exactly. Marty, could you recommend us one book that has inspired you and you think our listeners should read it? Yeah, um, I think I would say the author would be Dan Kennedy. He's a business coach. He's an American business coach. Dan Kennedy is his name. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's written, I think, about 30 books or even more. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I could recommend every single one of Dan Kennedy's books. They've influenced me a lot. And by the way, Dan also believes in this quotation that we just talked about. Um, you should start maybe by reading Dan Kennedy's uh, No BS Sales Success. BS stands for BS, by the way. Mm -hmm. yes. Yes, yes. So the book, series, <laughs> the book series is called No BS Books. Okay, so okay. that's his book series, No BS Books. And it's No BS Books... And then there are a lot of topics, uh, sales success, marketing, grassroots marketing, uh, about pricing, about entrepreneurship, uh, about many, many, many different subjects. And uh, one really good book also is it's called um, Get Them Laugh and Take Them Take Their Money. So that's also pretty good. So it's about public speaking. It's about uh, you, you get paid well mm -hmm. by doing public speaking if you get people to laugh. That's like the punchline of the book. That's the premise. And that's all ab also about connection. If you connect with the audience, if you can, can make them be entertained, make them laugh, then they will pay your check. That's like the point of the book. And I think it's, it has a lot of truth in it. It's also from the same author? Yes. Okay. Oh, excellent. Yeah, so search, search Dan Kennedy <laughs> and any book of him will do. They're really good. They're really like uh, unusual. The, he really knows what he's writing about and they're really bold. Okay. It's nothing theoretical. They're really bold, uh, from the street knowledge, mm -hmm. everything works. So I've, I've applied his, his wisdom for, for years. And I, I highly recommend all the books he has. Oh, thank you. So Dan, if you're listening, so thank you very much of your, your books and your wisdom. I really appreciate it. His inspiration. <laughs> yes. Sounds great. Marty, we are almost at the end of the interview. Finally, I would like to ask you a routine to shine, something on exercise, something practical that you recommend to do it daily or weekly as a routine to shine. Well, um, you could try this. I would also like to give some some not very usual exercise. Um, sure. Try try to talk to strangers on a daily mm. basis. Okay. And with that, I mean that you, you, you kind of conquer the, the fear of facing a stranger. Uh, this has a lot of cultural differences, obviously. In some countries, it's, it's easier. In some countries, it's not. But um, so be it in an elevator, be it in the line uh, at the post office, be it then on the street at the traffic lights. You just turn to the next person. You say hi, you, have, you exchange a few words. And no, no like, uh, like empty small talk. You should really have something to say. Compliment something he or she is wearing or, or show something you're just doing or having or thinking about. Uh, but, but have a few exchanges of thought with the person. And um, this is a good exercise because then you kind of notice that you shouldn't be afraid to talk to people. And uh, the ultimate goal would be, obviously, that you wouldn't be afraid to talk to anyone. 
And if you're not afraid to talk to anyone, it gives you a big advantage in life. Because uh, if you have something to say, but you kind of don't have the courage to say, it, then no one knows what you want to say. And that's also, that's not a good thing, obviously. So, uh, so try to talk to strangers. And um, that's, that's, I think, one, one good exercise you could try. Yeah, sounds good. How many times per day? <laughs> well, you could start by once, once a day. Once a day, yeah. Yeah. And then, then when you feel you can, you can do it as much as you want. And it's, mm -hmm. it's a nice way. I think the, the day will be much more fun uh, if you do it. And you'll always find the situations. That's no problem. Yes. And the persons. And in many cases, you'll, what, you, you'll never know what's going to happen. Because if you never talk to the person, then you never know what could have happened. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, uh, Marty, for this very, very interesting interview, talking about uh, memory training, a lot of stuff that we rarely hear about, and also this um, unexpected uh, answer in this, uh, your quotation, for instance, this different, and also this routine to shine, you are, you are saying something that, okay, it's, we do the opposite of what many people does. Yeah, thank you. I think, Oscar, it was a great pleasure to talk with you as well. And I, I hope uh, there's a lot of success in your interview series. So I'll, I'll, be, I'll be listening for the future interviews as well. And you can visit my website also if you're interested. It's www.martivannas.com. So there you'll find some more information about me and my work. Sure, sure. I definitely um, welcome to the guest to to visit your website. Any, any other way how they uh, follow you or contact you? Well, I think that's the easiest way. You start mm -hmm. on the website and then that's a portal. Then there are some further links further on. So you just need to remember my name. It's easiest. So martivannas.com. Sure. Thank you very much, Marty, for everything. And I wish you the best. Yes, thank you. Likewise, and all the best to you as well, Oscar. Thank you, Marty. Bye-bye. Thank you. Dear listeners of Time to Shine, this is the end of today's episode. If you like our show, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or for more information, visit our website www.timetoshinepodcast.com. Welcome to listen to us again next week.